Welcome everyone, this is Russ Galzo, Chronicles of the End Times. So glad you're with me today. I hope that you are blessed. I hope you are walking in the kingdom of God. Because God has got a lot that he wants to do through us. No matter where you are today or what your condition is, what country you're in, what level, social level you're at, financially or otherwise, God has a plan for you as an individual for what you can do and who you can touch. And you must believe that because it's true. We are made in the image of God. And on top of that, we've been called, those of us who are born again, given our hearts to Christ, we are called to a mission that God wants to bless us through it. So let's take a look at some of the things that are going on today in this world. And there's so much happening, we could go on forever about it. But today we're just going to highlight a few things I want to bring your attention to a few things. There's something called the BRICS Alliance, and you may have heard of it. You may know a lot about it or nothing, but it's namely Brazil, Russia, and India, China, and South Africa. And they've slowly evolved into a largely geopolitical coalition that aims to advance an agenda and an approach to world affairs that is distinct from uh, the Western-dominated G7. They are benefiting from the Russian war with the Ukraine. That's why this war is not going away anytime soon. I know when uh, Prozhozhin marched on Moscow, to bring that up again, some people were saying, oh, maybe he's going to overthrow Putin and that'll be great. That's maybe because they don't know who Prozhozhin is. And he is basically a very vicious individual. His biggest complaint with Putin was that the war wasn't more vicious and uh, more cutthroat. Once you know the truth, you definitely don't want to see somebody like him take over, even though we know that Putin, who he is, he's a thug, but bringing in a bigger and more violent one. We need to raise our eyes up and look around the rest of the world and see what's going on. Because as I was talking to a good friend of mine, who I can't mention his name, he's a missionary, and he's a missionary to parts of the world where you have to be very careful about you, what you're saying, and guarding your family. But he was here for a little while and going back to many of the countries that he works through. And he said to me, he goes, you know, he goes, when I come back to America, I'm shocked at how much they just want to talk about their sexual preferences and how much they want to talk about the gender change and uh, making sure that they're happy. It's so self-centered. He goes, in the rest of the world that I travel in, and believe me, he travels to many countries in the space of a year. He says, they're not thinking about this stuff. They're thinking about coming possible war. They're thinking about food supply. And they're thinking about those kind of things, survival. and you come back to America and we're so focused on us. We are definitely the selfie nation. We can't get enough of ourselves. But getting back to this Wall Street Journal documentary, it's called Shadow Men. And it talks about Russia's inside company. And it's run by the Wagner Group. Prigozhin is the head of it. And basically, they're a gun for hire. There's about 50,000 of them, according to reports. 40,000 of them are former criminals that have been recruited from prison to join them. And they go to different countries. They've been in Syria, and they secured all the oil wells for Russia. And their reward for that was 25% of all the income that comes from those oil wells 
every one that they could secure. And they're making millions upon millions of dollars. And some of that's going in Prigozhin's pocket, and some of it's going to pay his troops, and the rest of it's going back to Putin and Russia so they can finance their war. And you really got to watch this and see what these thugs have done to other countries, such as Libya and Mali, Sudan. And they go into these countries and basically they kill people, sometimes all villages of people, whole villages of people rather. They threaten the government and they take over oil fields in the Central African Republic. Uh, They just took over the gold mine that was being worked by the government. They pull all the gold out of there, making literally hundreds of millions of dollars. It's quite a story. You'll have to take a look at it. I really can't even do it justice. I won't try. Called Shadow Men, you can get it and watch it on YouTube. And the gap between the East and the West just gets bigger and bigger. As of August 1st, China's going to restrict exports of two valuable metals, gallium and germanium. And they're key to the manufacturing of semiconductors. They get incorporated into countless devices such as smartphones and laptops and solar panels, medical equipment, as well as some of the high-tech jets that we've been producing. They're both elements are critical to technological advancement over the next few years. So China's playing hardball. You see the gap between the East and the West is getting larger and larger. And that will figure into Bible prophecy in the years to come. We've talked about that many times. And of course, we've got to touch on The Sound of Freedom. And what an incredible, incredible movie. The movie starring Jim Caviezel. And I know probably many of you have seen it already. And we need to back this film. It's just an amazing film. You know, the New York Times cited significant cases of kids who disappeared and became victims of child labor. Reports show that the government has lost 85,000 migrant children. Some of those children have been forced into labor in the U.S. It is a huge business, as many of you know. Human trafficking is among the world's fastest-growing criminal enterprises, estimated at $150 billion a year. That's quite a global industry. And you may have heard how the Rolling Stone downplayed the movie, and so did Forbes, claiming that Jim Caviezel was connected to QAnon. And if you're not familiar with QAnon, it's an umbrella term for the set of internet conspiracies that popped up during COVID, saying the world is run by a cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles. I don't hold all the craziness around those claims, that's for sure. But you have to admit, for those who are of a seared conscience, $150 billion is quite a temptation. Unfortunately, the United States is again ranked as one of the worst countries in the world for human trafficking. According to a recent report by the State Department, the top three nations of origin for victims of human trafficking were the United States, Mexico, and the Philippines. We've been talking a lot about Babylon and the spirit of Babylon in these past podcasts. The rebellion is just gaining more and more momentum. And we can come against that through prayer. But I want to bring up a couple of scriptures. In Daniel chapter 8 and Revelation chapter 18, they describe what the future will look like when rebels have become completely wicked. Revelation 18 says, When the kings of the earth who had committed adultery with her, that's Babylon, and shared her luxury, see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her, terrified at her torment. They will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe to the great city, the city of Babylon. In one hour your doom has come. 
The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys her cargoes anymore of gold and silver and precious stones and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet cloth, every sort of wood and articles of every kind, of ivory and costly wood and bronze and iron and marble. It goes on and on and on. And at the end it says, and human beings sold as slaves. That last line in the message is interpreted as slaves, their terrible traffic in human lives. So we know that this is just part of the end-time scenario. In this changing atmosphere, we must focus on the opportunities the Lord opens up for us. Millions are caught in a flood of confusion. They feel they are being pushed and prodded like cattle to comply with society that is running away from biblical truth. Isaiah 59 puts it this way, So justice is driven back. Righteousness stands at a distance. Truth has stumbled in the streets. Honesty cannot enter. Truth is nowhere to be found. Whoever shuns evil becomes a prey. The Lord looked and was displeased, but there was no justice. We must rely on the Holy Spirit. Jesus called him the Spirit of Truth. Can't lose sight of how powerful our God is. We must allow him to lead us, for he desires that we bear much fruit. We can get all caught up in all the things that are going on. Them. I have to talk about them because they're part of what's going on. But I want to end with this. A time of great harvest is upon us. It really is. Paul put it this way. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We are not contending with flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against the world rulers of this present darkness against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand, therefore. That's the most important part to me. After all of it, we must stand. And if we stand and we be the light and we be the truth, God will open doors for us, for people that want to hear. We don't have to bang on the doors. We don't have to shout from the rooftops. God will bring people to us. Let's believe that, for God is a God of mercy and love. This is Russ Galsel for Chronicles of the End Times. God bless. Keep looking up. The King is coming. <laughs>